0: Good afternoon, morning, evening, whatever time it is you might be watching us or listening to us. Gabe DeArmond here, publisher of PowerMizzou.com. If you guys have managed to find this, you probably already know that, but we are the rival site that covers the University of Missouri. This is our newest project. We're going to be doing one of these every single week. This show is called the True Tiger Insider. What's happening here is that we are working with Mizzou's preferred name, image, and likeness collective. That is the Every True Tiger Foundation, E-T-T-F for short. And every week we're going to talk to a different Mizzou athlete. We're going to have them from all kinds of sports, all kinds of different uh, Mizzou Players for you guys to get to know over the next, uh, I don't know, however long this this goes, however long people want to keep talking to me, and uh, and however long you guys want to keep listening. So basically, we're just going to have a 20 or 30-minute conversation every week with a different Mizzou player, and again, we will cover the entire spectrum. We're going to put these out on Power Mizzou on our premium message board first. If you are a subscriber to our site, you'll get these 24 hours earlier than everybody else. They'll go out to the public Uh, About a day after we record the interviews, if you guys are not familiar with E.T.T.F. and NIL, you can go to EveryTrueTiger.org, find out ways to donate there. We also have a special Power Mizzou Collective set up with E.T.T.F. You can go to our message boards to find out the details on that. Both things are going to be scrolling across the screen throughout the show. If you are watching on YouTube, if you're listening, once we turn this into a podcast, it'll be a little tough to see but every true tiger.org or our website at power You can find out details. And with that, I am going to now share the screen and our first, uh, our first guest on this show is a new name to, I would assume most of you guys, Jake Garcia, uh, Mizzou quarterback has transferred in from the university of Miami this semester. And he's our first guest, Jake, uh, appreciate you being our Guinea pig, man. And, uh, and thanks for hanging out with us for a little bit.
1: Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. It's, uh, I appreciate your time
0: yeah so uh we what the whole point of this is is we want missouri fans to to get to know some of the some of the players that are obviously putting on the uniform and, and playing for their school so before we get into kind of your story and and how you got here and all that you've been on campus and in columbia for about two months i mean do you feel like you're settled How how's everything gone so far
1: i do man no i feel like i'm settled i feel like i'm uh the transition wasn't hard um Everybody that I've been around has made the transition super, super easy for me. Um, so, I mean, I've been super appreciative of that. Um, school's been going good. Um, and Football's been going good, especially since we started up. It's been a, yeah. it's been a fun, man. I'm just really trying to make my house a home right now. And, uh, <laughs> I, got, I got a couch in here that I'm sitting on, but got to order a rug, some bar stools, and, you know, just <laughs> settle
0: in some more. Well, I, I know that moving and unpacking boxes is probably not unfamiliar to you. We'll get into that a little bit um, a, as we go. But I, I want to go back uh, even even before all of that and, and before you kind of got on the radar of, radar of Missouri fans and college football fans. It, you grew up in California. I mean, uh, tell me about your, about your life growing up and, and being a kid. I, I think I read uh you played football up till you were nine years old and then your parents said you're not gonna play tackle football for a little while. So so what else did you do when you were a kid?
1: Yeah, man. So I uh played flag football when I was like six years old, was seven, eight, and nine. Uh wasn't even really playing quarterback. Um mm-hmm. so my dad ended up taking me out. My dad he said, You you wanna play football, you can play again in eighth grade. Um, up until that time, I mean I had been continuously playing baseball. Um so, I mean, for the time being, I just played baseball and drove myself crazy about the whole football thing for a little while. Um, but, uh, I mean, it was just too much on the body at the time. So, um, for, for a kid growing up, and um, I ended up playing again in eighth grade uh, so that I could see if I liked it still and uh, still really loved it. And that's when I actually started playing quarterback.
0: Now, I know I've talked to a lot of guys and, and some guys, hey, they start football a little late or, or maybe it takes them a while. Some guys say, hey, the first time I stepped on a field, I scored five touchdowns and I knew I was going to be good. Like, What was football like for you growing up? Was it, was it pretty quick? You kind of figured out, hey, this might be something I can do or did it take a while?
1: No, I think, uh, I think I've always had a feel for it. Um, I've always had a feel for it. I grew up in a, in a football household. Um, I'm an only child, but my dad actually played ball over at Nebraska um, back in the 70s for Tom Osborne. Uh, So, I mean, I grew up watching the Nebraska games, grew up watching just college football on Saturdays. And um, I mean, just (laughs) just fell in love with it from the jump. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's always something I've kind of had a grasp of and a feel for. um, So things kind of clicked right away.
0: All right. We'll, we'll jump to that. Since you mentioned it, your dad plays it. He's he's a Cornhusker in the, in the seventies. Do you know, because like players now that go to Missouri probably don't know a lot about, Hey, Missouri and Nebraska was a thing, right? And Missouri fans Mm -hmm. don't necessarily love Nebraska. I mean, (laughs) did he tell you some of the stories from, from back then? And do you know some of the history of, of that program and kind of how it relates to to where you're at now?
1: Right. Yeah. No, I, I know a little bit, but I need to get a little bit more informed. Um, uh, do my background on it. and um, But my dad had told me that when we were eating, um, we went out to eat when we first got here, and he says he remembers being in Columbia um, and coming and playing. And that was kind of a weird feeling because, I mean, prior to this, I was in the ACC, so um, right. we didn't – we weren't playing the same teams that my dad had played uh, back in the day. Um, and then just for him to say that he remembers being in Columbia and coming over here and playing, it was kind of a weird feeling, but it was, it was really cool.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, nobody plays the same teams that that they played when your dad was growing up because there are no right. rules anymore, man. USC's right. in the Big Ten and Missouri's in the SEC. Yeah. and Who knows? Uh, so, so tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, you, you go into high school and when did kind of the recruiting process start for you? I mean, I know you played your freshman year at, at Long Beach Poly and that's, that, that's a place that a lot of people recruit. Did, was it already happening then or did it take a little bit?
1: Uh, you know, I had had some, uh, some college coaches that I had spoken to. Um, I did the whole eighth grade, uh, stayed back a year. Um, I wanted to do that and uh, was able to, was fortunate enough to be able to do that. Um, so did my second year, eighth grade. During that time, I went to like what they called satellite camps at the time. Uh, so I would go to those um, and have a bunch of college coaches um, at one camp and go through that circuit. Um, so I mean I had built some connections to them and I think life and football and everything in general is about connections and uh being able to relate to people and just being a people person. So uh I mean I had built connections through that and then played my freshman year of football over at Long Beach Poly, Um backed up Matt Corral for oh, wow. that okay. old miss, right? And uh after that, uh I mean things got rolling. So Matt helped me out a lot. Uh Coach Hatch, my office coordinator that was over there at that t- at that time. Um, helped me out a lot and um, I had a really good freshman season um, and then the ball got rolling after that. Uh, I went with my quarterback coach Danny Hernandez back home in California. We went out to Georgia um, and I got offered by Georgia. Uh, San Jose State was right prior to that. That was during the season Um, Mm -hmm. and then uh, after the season is when things really started picking up.
0: We'll we'll get back to to that journey you took uh, through high school in a second, but it, when you're backing up Matt Corral, like could could you tell pretty quick, like, hey, this guy's going places?
1: Yeah, most definitely, most definitely. Yeah. Now he always had he's always had that work ethic and um, just had that that it factor about him. I think even off the field, I think that's a big thing um, that I noticed. And uh, backing him up, I was able to learn a lot. Like I I wanted just like pretty much every high school kid, you want to go in and play, um, mm-hmm. but when that is not something that's right in front of you, um, you got to make the most of that opportunity still. So, uh, I was backing up Matt and learning from him, asking him questions about just um uh, about the football side of things away from football, um, and really just trying to see how he operates, how he carries himself, how he uh, um, and Matt Matt's always been good with me and helped me learn from the positives and the negatives, um, whether that be football or off the field. Um, so that's something that I was able to learn from him and pick up. And that's somebody I look up to. So.
0: Are you guys still friends? you still keep in touch? Yeah. 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 Okay. So now tell me if I have this right. You play your freshman, uh, freshman year at Long Beach Poly. Uh, your coach leaves there. Yeah. I'm going to butcher the pronunciation of a couple of these places. I'm sure you go to yeah. Narbonne high school. Uh, you play a couple seasons there uh then something happened with with a different player couldn't play in the playoffs so you, you transfer to a place called La Habra is that is that correct yes sir okay so uh then then COVID hits no football in California you move out to Georgia first high school you go to in Georgia they they rule you ineligible eventually find a second high school in Georgia so that's five of them um I mean like there's a there's a reason obviously that that every move happened, but what were your high school years like, man? did you ever stay long enough to to get to know somebody somewhere? yeah most
1: definitely so um I think when I look at myself and my my whole background to high school um I know people look at it as a negative thing uh honestly, for the people that do look at it as a negative thing, I don't even really listen to it you know, mm-hmm. but um I think it's I, from a positive outlook on things. I think it's something that actually helped me to be able to get dropped into a new location, be able to to adapt to a, a new playbook, a new system, um, think how a coach thinks, and like try to get on the same page as them um, quickly. And then uh, uh, just being able to adapt to my teammates and being able to build connections with teammates quickly, um, knowing how to fit into a different environment. Um, but yeah, so I ended up going to poly my freshman year, backed up Matt, ended up my coach Antonio Pierce at the time mm-hmm. had left, um, left from there, ended up going, uh, where do you go? Arizona state at the time, I think, um, from there went to Narbonne, Planned on making that as my one move, uh, played at Narbonne high school for my sophomore year, and my junior year of high school, uh, went and we got kicked out of playoffs, got our senior night canceled. It was a big old deal. Um, that was probably, that was the last game of the season. So that was the 10th game. Um, and from there, we didn't have a football team for a while. Everything was up in shambles and, uh, ended up going over to La Harbor high school. Cause I mean, I wasn't going to be able to play at Narbonne. Uh, so go- went to La Habra high school, went through spring ball, learned the playbook, went through spring ball, had a good spring ball, built connections with everybody. And, um, then COVID hit. And uh, we didn't know what was going on at the time, right? Didn't know how long that was going to last. So, uh, But then they ended up saying that California was going to shut down for the year. Uh, and, I mean, at the time I was committed to USC, so planning on early enrolling uh, and had my 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 classes on track to graduate early, right at semester, so I could be an early enrollee. And California was saying that they were going to play in the second semester of, uh, okay. of school. So I was like, no, no, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Right. And I want more experience. I wanted more experience. I felt like that was going to be something huge for my development. So I ended up going out there to Georgia, um, a place that I knew would play football and uh, (laughs) got ruled ineligible. I'm sorry, got ruled eligible at first, played my first game, and then got ruled ineligible after the game. So it was, it was tough. It was tough. You had to roll with the punches, you know what I'm saying? uh, Just take it one day at a time and, I had the support of everybody in that city uh, and they really support their football team. So it was a, it was a pretty cool experience. And that was my first introduction to really like college town, like a small yeah. college town, a football field. Um, and then ended up finding myself up in Atlanta with the state championship. So it ended up good. I mean, it, it worked <laughs> <All right>. out.
0: <laughs> that, that, I, I mean, and, look you already had a feel for kind of what college football has become obviously in high school right with the, but but I'm just curious your perspective and you said you don't pay pay much attention to anybody that thinks mm-hmm. it's negative but I know that a lot of you guys and whether you've transferred or not hear some of the talk from the fans hey this is this is ruining this this is this is no good they should they should stay committed to a place I mean but like your story kind of shows a lot of times man it's it's not under your control, right? I yeah, mean, that, yeah. there's things that happen that that if you want to play ball, you you're gonna to have to find a different place to do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a crazy time. It's definitely a crazy mm-hmm. time, and uh, I think at the end of the day, we all have a goal in mind. Um, and people have different goals, but uh, a lot of us that have this same common goal and that's to play. We something sometimes things are out of your control, and I mean, you just. Mm-hmm kind of find a, made a way to make it work.
0: You mentioned the commitment to USC. Did did that change after you moved, or was that during the coaching change between Clay Hilton and Lincoln Riley? Is that is that what happened there?
1: That was actually uh, after I moved, so I was already in Georgia. Um, mm-hmm. we had, uh, I had committed first, uh, then they had Miller Moss committed, uh, and then they ended up offering Jackson Dart, so that was going to be three of us, um, mm-hmm. and I was in Georgia. And... I was like, I had three quarterbacks in the class. Like, I don't okay. know. I don't know. Right. So ended up uh, withdrawing from that and ended up over at Miami.
0: Okay. So, so you mentioned you go, uh, go your senior year and, and finally get to play football in, uh, in Georgia at Grayson High School and Mm -hmm. I I think Missouri fans know this because a lot of us wrote it when you came here but you win a state title your senior year and the quarterback on the other side of the ball is Sam Horn I mean kind of small world stuff man
1: it is definitely the small world and uh somehow we all end up being connected within this football world
0: yeah yeah uh did you did you really know Sam at that point I mean I know you're both playing in Georgia did you guys know each other then or was it just a guy that was on the other team
1: It was just a guy that was on the other team. Um, uh, I knew about him, uh, about him playing baseball, about him with Travis, about him going to Mizzou and playing baseball and football. Um, So that was definitely impressive. And I was on on the sideline looking and watching. And um, Him and and Travis made a crazy duel. (laughs) They did make a crazy duel.
0: Yeah, that, that that was a pretty good team you guys beat for sure. Uh hey, w- while we're on the subject, you said you were a baseball player growing up. Uh I think Sam hit 97 a couple weeks ago. Hey, were you a pitcher? You you got an arm like that on the that baseball I was a pitcher,
1: field? but that was I was what about 12 years old, 13 years old when <laughs> I stopped playing, so I mean, I don't know about that 97. That's Yeah. That's that's something else.
0: <laughs> yeah. You don't want to stand in against it for sure. So, uh <laughs> So, so you go to Miami and, and, and played a little bit. Obviously, they had a, had a quarterback who, who had a pretty good year you know, in, in 2021 in, in Tyler. So you entered the transfer portal, and what's that experience like? I mean, a, a lot of guys enter it, and hey, it's pretty quick. I, I've got kind of a list, and I know where I want to look. A lot of guys enter it and might go all over the country. But what was that experience Ooh. like for you after, after everybody kind of knew – Hey, this is a guy that's out there.
1: Yeah, no, uh, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, Miami was a place that that I, I when I, I committed, right? So I, I committed, and I wanted to make it happen. That's what was really tough about it. Is is when I committed to that, that's something that I wanted to uh, see through and through, and make it on the other end and come out better, right? And um, it just it didn't work out like that, so. Um, ended up getting in the portal, uh and I mean, you could see it in backing information, packing that up. That it was a tough decision, and I wanted to to be able to make it happen with my teammates that I had gone in there with. Um, is is that most guys get in the portal within the first couple of days, right? right? I ended up waiting until like the last day, right? <laughs> right. I ended up waiting until like the last day because. I mean, it wasn't even about a whole coach situation or like that deal. It was it was mainly about like my teammates and just feeling like okay, like I committed to you guys. Like I want to make this work with you guys. But uh, I know everybody over there understood and they uh, they wished me luck and um, yeah, I'm wishing them the best of luck as well. Um, but no, the I wrapped up the recruiting within about 48 hours or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, got it done quick. Uh, didn't get to visit anywhere uh, just because school was about to start as well. So. Yeah it was definitely a crazy a crazy turnaround um but I mean I'm super glad that I ended up uh, having this opportunity I'm gonna make the most of this.
0: How, how long after you were in the portal did you hear from Eli Drinkwitz and what was kind of his his pitch to you uh to to get that done?
1: Um I think it was less than a day I think it was less than the 24-hour mark uh yeah, it was less than the twenty four hour mark. It was pretty much right away after I got in that portal um that uh, that I had got word. Um and no, I was just really um that they have a lot of guys coming back. Um that that they have a, a talented team and then I started doing my own research as well. Um just mm-hmm. to, to see how everything would fit and uh and I like the fit that I that that was there. So now I'm in Columbia, Missouri and I'm a tiger. I'm
0: excited. <laughs> There you go. So, so take me through, I mean, you know, like you said, Hey, everybody wants to play and Brady cook was the starter last year and, and he's here this year and, and Sam came in with both you and Sam went into college is, is pretty highly touted recruits. And obviously what everybody says is, Hey, we're, we're all friends, yeah. but we all want the job, too, you know. So so when you made that decision and you know they got a couple guys, uh, what what went into that? And then how how's kind of your relationship with Sam and Brady since you got here?
1: Yeah, no, definitely. The, the quarterback position is kind of a funny position. It mm-hmm. makes things a little bit – it's different, right? There's only one of us. There's only one right. of us on the field at a time. Uh, receivers, there's a bunch of receivers on the field at a time. There, running backs, go in and out, linemen uh is a little bit tougher too um, mm-hmm. but I mean now nah, at the end of the day we're all we're all we all have a common goal and that's to win right so we're going to do whatever we can to make us better as a room us uh, better as a team and uh anything that we can do to win Um but at the same time we want to be the ones on the field when we win right so right. it's right. it's a little bit of a tough sticky situation but Uh, No, I think that that something that I noticed is that it's really all support. Um, It's been all support so far, and that's uh, something that I had over at Miami as well, um, was the support of of the quarterback room, even when you're in and we're all competing for the same spot. Um, And that's something that I actually feel over here as well. So uh, it's been a good time so far, and I feel like it's just – I feel like that's an environment that you push each other. You push each other to to be better uh, every single day and push each other and not take a back step you know what i'm saying just keep pushing forward and turn the page uh when things when it's a bad moment not a bad day and uh just keep moving forward
0: so you guys are already two or three uh practices into spring football even though it's it's just mart it's not really spring in missouri i know it seems nice in missouri right now but trust me it's not always like this in in february uh but Tell me just, I mean, how the first week, week and a half of practice has gone. And and a lot of Missouri fans out there are, are anxious to see, hey, what's Kirby Moore all about? So so anything you can tell us about Coach Moore?
1: Coach Moore is a good coach. He's a really good coach. Um, and super knowledgeable, uh, down to earth, um, and just somebody that I feel like I could relate to. Um, and that's on and off the football field. So that's really, really cool and that. I think that's something that takes an offense to another level because you have to have chemistry on that offensive side of the ball. You have to have chemistry. You have to see eye to eye and be able to think like a coach and be in his head. Um, So, I mean, uh, now he definitely wants to put the ball down the field, um, give guys a shot down the field, uh, but then utilize the quick game, uh, utilize the RPO game, um, and really just have a strong run game. Um, So, I mean, I think he's like any other offensive coordinator that, that you have in the sense of of everything's lined up and um uh as far as the playbook goes and this is the intentions of everything, but I mean you could see the proof. Sometimes it doesn't always add up like that, right? When you see it right. on paper and it doesn't always add up like that, but I mean you see the proof, take a look at his track record. And uh and he's a he's a coach who knows what he's doing. All
0: right. So Tell me a little bit about the relationship with your teammates. I mean, like you said, it was 48 hours. I don't imagine you really had time to visit and meet a whole bunch of the guys. So so yeah. what's it been like just kind of, I mean, speed dating in, in six weeks or whatever before spring ball started? And, and who are some of the guys that you've gotten pretty close to?
1: Yeah, no, it's definitely a, it's definitely a little bit of a tough situation getting in there so quick and uh, just that quick turnaround. But, I mean, everybody's made the super – like I said, at home and, um, just a good feeling. Right. And, uh, no, I've definitely gotten close to a couple of people. Um, uh, and I noticed something that's when people transfer in transfers mm-hmm. tend to be able to relate to transfers. Right. So, um, just asking for, for help or directions or, um, I mean, I've gotten close to Theo, um, uh, Mookie, uh, Ryan, uh, Rhino, Max, um, uh, Marcellus on my O line, um, mm-hmm. Javon on my O line. I mean, there's there's a couple guys, um, and then the defense side of the ball. I always try to pick their brain because I gotta, I'm trying to think like them as well, right? So uh, mm-hmm. just, I mean, if you're talking to a safety, I could ask the safety what they were doing on this coverage, um, and tell them that my thought process, so he could think like a quarterback. So where we get on the same page, and uh, I think that takes things to another level as well. So uh, that's really what I've been trying to do and getting close to the defensive side of the ball too.
0: Yeah, I, I know it's it's early. You guys probably haven't even really had a scrimmage situation yet in practice, but that defense has has a lot of Mizzou fans excited because of what they did last year and, and how many guys stayed. So is there anybody – and, look, you get the benefit. You don't get touched in, in practice really, but is, <laughs> is there anybody that you either look at and say – oh, man, I, I got to know where this guy is because he's coming at me, or, hey, you might think twice before you're throwing at this guy on the practice field?
1: We did have, like, a play-it situation uh, yesterday. Yesterday was Saturday. Sure. We had our play-it situations and stuff. Um, no, that defense is – they're real. That defense <laughs> yeah. is real for sure. So uh, that's something that makes you feel secure as a quarterback, and that's something that makes me feel good as a quarterback. No, that that's what I'm going to be going up against every single day. That's going to make me better. That's going to make the other quarterbacks in the room better. And uh, just the offense overall better. But, no, I mean, you look at a guy like D-Rob, and he looked big before, but then he put the pads on. And it's like, wow. Like, I don't – okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Here, here, here's the thing. Darius Robinson has been built like that since he was a freshman at Missouri. <laughs> it's wild, man. You look at Hop out there,
1: Hopper. and. I mean, you got some big guys out there for sure. But then, uh, uh, even the size, the, how big somebody is, doesn't mean everything. Um, you have people that have a bunch of heart out there, uh, people that are willing to go for that ball, the DB is the back end, super, super talented. So. All
0: right. I got one more kind of, kind of big question for you. Then we're just going to finish you up with a couple of quick things. But, uh, look, as I said, at the beginning of this, we're doing this through, through the NIL collective. And, uh, I know that, that, this whole everything that's changed in the last couple of years, like it, this is a big deal for for college football players and the chance to to be able to make a little money that a lot of guys haven't been able to. I mean, just tell me a little bit from a player's perspective, what this whole NIL landscape is like and and how much different things are for, for you guys now than maybe they were for even, you know, some of the guys that are seniors now that started their career and didn't really have this chance.
1: Right, no, I think it's definitely a blessing. I think it's a blessing that we're able to, to do something that we love, um, and that's play football and uh, further our education. And uh, I mean, I think it's super beneficial for us. I think it's helpful in a, in a way that, that college athletes aren't able to work, right? I mean, you, it, it's super, super tough to work with our schedules, with, uh, with school, with uh, taking care of your body. Uh, taking care of your mind and uh, just handling what you have to handle within your sport, things get tough. Um, so, uh, I mean, being able to have that that uh that nil area um, available for us, that space available for us, is super huge for us. Uh, and I think really just being able to to put something back into the community um, while doing the nil, that's super. That's 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 good. It's good for everybody. I think everybody wins in that situation. Um, so, I mean, I'm thankful for this space. And, um, I mean, you see all the crazy things on the internet about I don't $13 really million any, dollar contracts. I already, yeah, I know. I don't really have to throw anything out of you. Right. You, brought that right. one up. you brought that one up, but I did. Um, yes. Uh, no, I mean, there's crazy situations out there and mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, it's not about that. It's not about that. As long as you're doing it right. I think, there's uh there's everything to win and nothing to lose.
0: All right. Just a couple minutes left. Just want to finish you up with some with some quick ones, kind of kind of mostly non-football. Do you still use navigation to get around Columbia? And do you still get lost or do you know where you're going yet?
1: Uh <laughs> I think I'm a guy that uses navigation pretty much for the most part anyway, <laughs> no matter where I'm going, two minutes down the yep. street um but i mean i know my way home from the facility i know my way to the facility i know uh my way to the classes now um but i mean something within like something downtown uh going to get some food like okay yeah now it's a little bit tough
0: <laughs> okay okay uh what, what's the best place you've been in columbia whether it's uh, you know a restaurant uh place place to hang out where, where do you guys like to go
1: mm, buds is super good buds is really good um there's a place that I want to try called Papa, Papa Do's. I okay, called, yeah. I think it's called Papa Do's. I want to try that. Uh, I had Big Daddy's Barbecue. That was really good. Um, And then uh, what else was else? There's a couple other places, but those are the main ones.
0: All right, uh, two questions on your teammates. Who's the most athletic guy on the team, and who's the funniest guy on the team?
1: Uh, Most athletic. You know, I want to say me.
0: I mean you can say you you're the only one you, on here nobody's telling you not to
1: <laughs> I'm saying me Okay nah, okay perfect uh, No nah, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with uh mm, I'm going to go with probably Mookie cuz I think that Mookie could jump Mookie could run Mookie's just overall athletic um mm-hmm. uh and then uh the funniest um who, who? I think Taj is pretty funny. I think, uh, uh, I think within the quarterback room, I think Brett or Tommy, I think they're pretty funny. Sam, Brady, um, and we got a couple of jokesters on the team. We got a couple. Okay, of them.
0: okay. Uh, what What's the place in the SEC you're most looking forward to uh, to getting to play a game at? Georgia. Okay, okay, because they offered you, and and you're you know some people down there. Not
1: about that. It's about okay. last year. It's about last year. I know uh, that's okay. a place that that everybody wants back. Um, Georgia for sure.
0: Okay, perfect. And then then last thing, and I'm not asking you for like a a, a name of a play call or anything, because because I'd get in trouble from that from your head coach. But you get the ball, fourth down. You got to make a play. What what's the pass you want to throw? Like like what do you say? I know I can do this, and and, and get us what we need.
1: Give me down the distance. Fourth down, oh, how far?
0: Fourth and fourth and eight. Got to got see, to get a first down to, to kick a game. Yeah, I had field. to
1: ask that question. That would have been that would have been irresponsible to not ask the distance.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs>
1: um, I'm taking one of my guys on a on an over route, like just where they're running across the field. Um, I think we could separate. Um, so I'm taking one of my guys on either one of those or get up and just. <laughs> Play backyard football and just get open.
0: <laughs> there you go. That sure. that's the best play. Just the, the best receiver is the open receiver. So that
1: that's my favorite receiver is the open one.
0: <laughs> there you go. Well, Jake, appreciate it, man. It was great to meet you. I know uh, Missouri fans look forward to getting to know you, and uh, and we'll catch up with you down the road.
1: Thank you. I appreciate your time.
0: All right. Have a good one. That is Jake Garcia, incoming transfer quarterback at, well, I guess now just Mizzou quarterback uh, going through spring football and all that. So I want to thank Jake for his time. I want to thank Every True Tiger Foundation for lining this up for us. Once again, guys, uh, we are going to do this every week. This is the True Tiger Insider. I'm going to have a different Mizzou athlete on with us every single week. Uh, Those videos will be released on Power Mizzou the day we record them. They will be released to the public and turned into podcasts for you guys 24 to 48 hours later. Hit up EveryTrueTiger.org or go to our premium message board and figure out how you can donate to NIL. And we will talk to you next time.